Turn me up, YC. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Battered and Bruised podcast. You have your host, Brent Beach, host, Drizzy Dre. What's happening, Dre? Hey, man, it's... It's, it's here, man. The conclusion of the 2022 NFL draft, man. We got a lot to talk about, man. You know, we talked we talked after after day one, but you know, day two and day three is in the books, and we got some things to get into, man. Yeah, we got to talk about all these players. You know, the direction of the team moving forward. Just overall, how you feel about the draft in its totality. So you know, let's let's just jump right into it. Run it up, run it up, huh? What she say? All right, man. So, how you feel about the draft? I'm gonna let you go first. How do I feel about the draft? Okay. How do I feel? If we gotta do the cliche thing and give a letter grade, just to just we to, can. I mean, I I don't believe in the letter grade. The letter grade comes yeah. after next year, but no, or the year yeah. after next. But yeah, you know, just. If you want to throw just, just 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 to give a, a a barometer out there, just to throw a barometer out there of how how my feelings are of this draft, it's it's in between it's in between a C plus and a B minus. Like okay. that's where that's where I'm leaning. You're a little right bit now. higher than me. And that's to be expected. I mean, that's to be expected, but uh if we if we're gonna take it from the top, I, round one, I like I like Jahan Dawson. I am I am I'm thrilled with that pick. I I've been clamoring for a receiver all offseason to add add weapons add weapons to the offense. You got one. You got one. I got and I got and I got one that I like. Yeah. Like I had yeah. like I had him I had him I had him around five. At my at my list of receivers in the in the top five. Now we ain't, we ain't bring them up the the show before before the draft because we was pretty much talking about who we would think for eleven would be there. Yeah, for eleven. Yeah. Now I always loved his name in a trade back scenario. Okay. okay, they traded back. Now they traded back. Now I would say my feelings now versus Thursday night. As it was happening, as I have had time to process, like I'm, I'm not even mad at the value. Like I, I hear some people question the value of taking him at 16, and I'm like, dude, he was consistently mocked at either 20 to the Chiefs or 22 to Green Bay. Like I, I, I hear you on that. So, so just to just to for me to to get to answer the first question. I mean, I would give it like a to me. It's a C, C minus in that range. And okay, and I'm not I'm not mad at that take. Yeah, it's, I'm, I'm it, not it, mad at that take. And I'll and the reason why I'm in the C plus to B minus range, or, or or even in the C range in general, we'll probably agree on. But for me, they dropped the ball day two. So, so you know, before we even go dive deeply yeah, into yeah, the picks, yeah. so you know, I just want to say, like, the reason why I'm down on this draft as a whole is just everything is just so react- reactionary. 
some of the picks you you took were to literally fill holes that you just made to get Carson Wentz. And I'm like, Carson Wentz isn't that guy to me. You know, I, he's not the kind of guy that I would create holes for. You know, it would be different. And, and I know th- these names yeah. weren't going to happen. But if you were to get Russ, if you were to have gotten Wilson, Watson, and then created these holes, oh, I feel completely different because I I, I believe there's competency at QB right now, I don't believe that. You don't need, you don't even put him in incompetent like level like quarterbacking. No, so the and the reason why I don't I, I say no is because there are too many games. Well, I, I, I'm gonna just be honest. He was on a better team with before the draft equal talent, and he couldn't get him over the hump. Against Jacksonville, the the two weeks, two back to back games where you were the better team walking in, you you let them down. Not the defense, you know the defense struggled, but you know that's that's fine. You literally let them down. Your running back still had good numbers, but you let them down. So, what's the difference? I mean, you know, don't get me wrong, he can make throws Heineke can't make. But I mean Heineke at least at least you know he's gonna leave it all out there on the field. Maybe the maybe maybe this is all that car that was all Carson Wentz is at this point. And then I'm like, is it that much better? So, you know, that's why I'm a little bit down on this because now you're basically trying to clean up the message you made getting this guy and he's gonna cost you twenty eight million dollars and even more next year. So that's that's why I wasn't feeling some of this stuff right. to a degree, and, and I, I I feel you on that because that coincides with why I dislike what they did on day two so much. Like the defensive tackle pick, I hate it. He could turn out to be a solid player. I just don't like it because of the way they got to that selection in the rationale of thinking. Because you create, like you said, they created those holes. Yeah. They definitely did. They definitely did. And and Tim Tim Settle signed for nothing. Nothing. Pennies. Like you 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 offer him a fair deal to what to offer him two years eight mil something something like that. It's two a, years eight it's mil an extra and, mil. It's an dude, extra mil than he got. Just one more. Two, two years two years eight mil, and you got and, and you got depth still along your defensive line. You don't have to. To, to reach in the second round for 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 a player who many don't deem like a special player. Now he had ten sacks last year, so I, I I need to I need to take a deeper dive and to to look at the intricacies of his game. It's because everything you hear from the analysts is oh this is not a like a pass rushing defensive tackle, he's more of a run stuffer. Like he's mm-hmm. he's good. He's good um, going north south vertically. Like he he struggles against zone uh, man schemes, like zone blocking schemes when they get him going laterally. So, I mean, I that's I the, now the third round pick, the running back Brian uh, Brian Robinson Jr. Well, 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 hold. On. We can just jump into the to the actual draft. So let's let's just start all the way at the top. So the Commanders traded back from pick eleven 
to pick 16 and gain the Saints third or fourth round pick in this draft. And with our first round pick, number 16 overall, we took Jahan Dotson. He's 5'11", 178 at the combine, ran a 4'4", 36-inch vertical, four-year senior at Penn State. I got his numbers for his last year right here. So his last season, he had 91 catches, 1182 yards, 12 TDs. So, you know, numbers 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 went up each year. Yeah, they definitely yeah. did. Um and the the reason why his numbers went up. And I kind of got questions about that, but the reason why his numbers really went up, you had uh Fire move there last year, who was the first tight end off the board. And KJ Hamler. KJ Hamler the year before and went. So it makes sense. And, yeah. it's and that's of, typically and that's typically what you see from these prospects that's on teams with other um talent, oh, oh, you know. Oh, your other guys that kind of stay and can't get out the first, you know, their first year eligibility for the draft. So yeah, I mean it makes sense. So um, just some notes that I had on uh Jahan Jahan. I was about to call him Watson. Jahan Dotson. <laughs> uh, so uh, he's a smooth route runner. Yeah, he has the potential, and this is just from what I saw. He has the potential to be an excellent slot weapon in the NFL. I don't like his comparisons though. His player comparisons are all over the place. I've seen Deshaun Jackson to Tyler Lockett and. I don't necessarily agree with either of those two comparisons, but watching this film, I see the change of, the change of pace in his routes as he's yeah. breaking in and out of his cuts. Yeah. He has that. He has that. Yeah. yeah, he got great hips. You know, like he's fluid, so he can change direction without losing his speed, unless that's actually what he wants to do. And great, he he has good hands. He has fantastic hands. He has great hands. Let me get. He has fantastic hands and body control, which allows him to make difficult catches. It's a difference because when I see his flaws in his games, and I know you brought this up the first the uh in the the last show when we actually talked about it right after the pick selection, he cannot break any tackles. He is terrible with yards after the catch. He wasn't even top 10 in that, I don't even know what, Big 10 conference. Um, And he gets way more credit for those contested. And, I'm, and, and see, to me, there's a difference between difficult catches and contested 50-50 balls. So... When the corner, and what I mean is when the corner actually has his hands on the ball, typically, or you know, like when it's like both hands are on the ball, typically the corner can get the ball on the ground. But like, I mean, I would, ho- I would hope if the corner got both of his hands on the even ball, even if it's like, just, even if it's just one, it's like he can't take the ball away from a defender. He has great, like, you can throw it maybe a yard or two away from him and he can. Body, you know, he could change his body angle and come up with it. But if there's somebody there, he doesn't necessarily drop. He doesn't necessarily catch those. Those he'll drop some. He'll drop most of those. But you know, and I wouldn't even call that a drop. I mean, that's just more of a bad pass by the quarterback. So you know, that great he makes all the contested balls like Terry. That's different. What Terry does is completely different versus what Dotson is able to do. And that's 
you know, that's and those aren't really bad, you know, flaws to have. I mean, everybody isn't a number one. And that's to me. Oh, and what I do see immediately when I watch Dawson, he has the highest, he has the highest floor probably for all of the wide receivers in this year's draft. Like highest floor, okay. I think walking in day one, what he can do, he what his his specialties basically makes him so he can adjust to the NFL game right away. Whereas some of those other guys are gonna have to get used to getting touched, getting used to dealing with zones or understanding his own concepts on defense. I don't think he's going to have that issue. And if I had to give him a comparison, I would say Emmanuel Sanders. And you know how much I love Emmanuel that's Sanders. Not a, that's not a bad, that's not a bad, um, that's not a bad comp. I think I've seen that comp. Yeah. So I see more Emmanuel Sanders in this game. And you know what? That is a great, if Curtis Sam, even if Curtis Samuel doesn't be a number two, doesn't turn into a number two. Emmanuel Sanders was the number two. Yeah, I'm so, about to say a prime prime Emmanuel Sanders was the number two. Was a was a damn good two. Even down the stretch, Emmanuel Sanders was a really good two. He only yeah. just he became a three within the last three four years. So yeah, yeah. so you know I I'm fine to get if you got if you're telling me okay you drafted potentially Emmanuel Sanders at 16. I'm how can I be mad at that? So I'm fine with the pick. I, I mean, it was fine. It, it it wasn't great. You know, you could have potentially had. Well, let me let me let me rephrase this. If you didn't trade back, you could have got Ed Reed, but you would have needed more help. So I get it. You could have got a potential. You really Ed think Reed. you really think Kyle Hamilton is Ed Reed? I mean, I know he went to Baltimore, bro. But I like, think, I think he has every potential. Just in the way he understands and and diagnoses the plays. Like Ed Reed wasn't the fastest guy in the league, but the way he understood no. the way he understood concepts and what offenses were doing and studied film, it made him seem faster than what he actually was because he was moving in the direction oh, yeah. before the play was happening. But you know, that that, that is what it is. That, that that is what it is. So I mean, what do you think? You want to add anything to Dawson? Because I think Dawson is I, I think it's a it's a fine pick. It's a very fine pick. I'm not I'm not mad at it. Um um I'm I'm happy with the pick. I'm happy with the pick. I did. It wasn't that. My thing is in the first round. Please don't pick somebody. I gotta talk myself into. You pick the player that I actually like and at the position I wanted. I couldn't really ask no more. And you traded down, was able to pick up some more picks yeah. because if we had walked away from this draft with only making five picks, like they they could they couldn't do that. Yeah. They could they could they could not do that. Yeah. So. Hey, I, I'm not mad at it. I like his game, man. He's smooth, smooth route runner. Yeah, and I saw great it. hands. Yeah, great hands. He goes up and actually like plucks the ball out the air. He's not he's not a body catcher. He has great hands. He, I mean, I've seen. I, it was this one play. The, the play, Ohio State play. The one no, 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 not that one. Not, not that one. That's that's the obvious. That's like the obvious highlight. You know, the one handed dunk. But no. I forgot who they were playing, but it was snowing like crazy. Oh, I, I know what play and you're talking about. Yeah, I, I remember that goes game. Goes up, goes up on the sideline, snags the ball out the air, adjusts his body mid-air to reach the ball over the pylon. Like yeah. I I like that type stuff. Body yeah. control, fluid, like like you said, can change change speeds in and out the route. 
Like he he he's legit. He's legit. Now saying all that I've said and and really analyzing this player, I still think the gold standard for me for him is still seven TDs and at least at least nine hundred yards. I'm okay. All right. See, I'm not mad at this. I ain't mad at the seven TDs. That's a cool. That's I, I'm not mad at that standard. You set that standard. You set that standard. I, what I was mad was when you was being twelve hundred, bro. Like you were saying twelve hundred yards. Like, come on. That's not like. Oh, I get it. I was. I was. I was in like. <laughs> I, now that I actually looked at the film, like bro, I'm not gonna lie, I don't, I don't look at the people like that. I, I looked at who I wanted to see in the first round, and when it's over with, I will go and look at it. And I'm like, all right, 900 yards because I really think he's probably gonna play more in the slot, and I feel like he should be able to find holes in zones. So he should, you know, I, I, I say maybe 70 catches, maybe break, maybe you know. Get one on the angle a so, couple times, so yeah, nine, nine to seven. So you see, you see him playing, playing the slot. I do. What they're going, they're going to have Curtis on the outside. I think they're going to, I think they're going to play Curtis on the outside a little bit more now. If Curtis isn't healthy, if he isn't, if he starts slow, then Curtis is going to go to the slot because it'll look better there. I think he's I think he's going to the slot because Curtis needs to be number two, if you understand what I'm saying. Gotcha. So you ready to move on to the second round? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Second round pick number forty seven overall. We take gonna have to help me with this Fedarian Mathis. Yeah, that's how that's how I read it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I got I got his numbers, you know. Big boy for Darian stood 6'4", 3'10 at the combine. He did not run a 40 and was a redshirt senior. His last year, he recorded 53 total tackles, 10 and a half tackles for loss, and nine sacks. That I had nine. I saw nine sacks in his final season. Okay, yeah, nine sacks. Okay. So, you know, after watching the film on this guy, uh, he had pass production during the season, and I, I I listened to what the commentators were saying. I looked at his senior bowl, his senior bowl workouts, and his senior bowl. What you, you think from? What you think from no, the senior bowl stuff? No, no, <laughs> no, no, sir, no, sir. Um, I and and I agree. He is a two down defensive tackle, but yeah. for as yeah. big as big boy is, he is he's a pretty agile. You know, he can slip that, and you see that the way he slips blocks to meet the running backs at the line of scrimmage. And of course, being that big, got a hell of a bull rush on him. You know, he, yeah. he can punch the offensive yeah, line he, and yeah, get, them, get them off balance. Yeah, typically when he would, when he would win on a, um, on a pass rush, it was, it was more times than not the bull rush. Just using power. He got good hands too. I mean, uh, he, well, let me not say good hands. He can disengage very well. Uh, to, just to talk about him slipping. You know, I don't want to confuse anybody to think he's like beating them with a swim or anything like that. No, he just disengages and, and, and gets the uh, uh, back. Um, the flaws in this game, if they take it outside, mm-hmm. it's a wrap. He is yeah. not he is not gonna be able to 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 disengage and then get on the angle and get the running back down. 
Then if the offensive lineman get, get a good punch block on him and get him straight up and get the advantage, oh, that's it. He got no pass rush at that point. So that's why he's off the field on third down. And I, I, I didn't think he was a second round pick. I think he was right to say third or fourth. <laughs> did you see? Did you see the um the PR damage control they were trying to do? Like the agent had to come out and say, "No, it's just all about um yeah setting setting expectations for the client. Like he would have gone the next ten picks." Yeah, I'm blah, sure. blah, blah. Like yeah, okay. I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> so to me, I don't like this pick at all because he was taken to replace, as we said, settling Ionitis, which basically yeah. is like he's not as good as either one of them walking into the to the building today. And as a second round pick, especially for Tim Settle, you would have thought he would you would have thought they would have taken a player that would have been at least I almost want to say elite at either rushing the passer or stuffing a run. Like, he's good. He's not this, elite. This this pick right here is why their grade isn't as high as it could be. Like, they, this is this is my biggest knock on this draft, is this pick. I, they, they could have got maybe a solid B to B plus if they took Jaquan Brisker right here. Oh, safety? Out of, um, yeah. Penn State. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. I agree. Frank, I wasn't I wasn't feeling this pick. I wasn't <laughs> feeling this pick. Simply like you said, he could he can be an okay player and I get the need because you let settle and I like this walk, but you created that. Yeah. You let them walk. You could have got that and, 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 and it wasn't like they walked and signed some big deals. Did like, I even? What did I even? Well, you know, I don't. I don't even think he's. I don't even know if he signed yet. Yeah, I, don't, I, I, I didn't. I don't want to get us off topic, but I don't even think he's signed. So you could have maybe, maybe tried to rework that, but you know. Uh, and then, and 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 we'll we'll talk about basically like what the the tone of things moving forward after we get all the way through the picks, but yeah. It's terrible. You can't you can't waste a second round pick on a deaf, a, essentially a deaf pick. Yeah, it's dead. That's my that's my biggest problem. It's a depth. It's a depth pick, and I'm not taking depth players in round two. And that's my biggest well, issue. round round two. I'm shooting for somebody who's going to come in and help me right away. That I potentially, I I feel like I got a pro bowler. That the, that that everybody else is sleeping on. That's what I'm looking for in round two. Yeah. And they didn't they didn't attack round two with that mindset. It was very safe. That that might be my biggest critique. It wasn't even safe. Like no, this was a risk. This is a risk pick to me. Like, well, yeah, it's 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 a risk to us because we think it's a bad pick. But I feel like what they were thinking. Was all right. Let's just let's get our defensive lineman. You know, what I mean? solid guy from Alabama. He's going to replace what we lost. All right, boom, lock it in. Like, nah, bro. But uh, you ready going to the third round pick? Yeah, man. Let's do it. So, third our third round pick number ninety eight overall. We select 
Brian Robinson Jr. Now, how much of a surprise was this pick to you? Uh, I first of all, I I knew running backs were going, so mm-hmm. and I felt like I mean I I knew a, a running back was actually a need because we I mean you know I, I'll be honest, Jared Patterson probably doesn't make the team. This yeah, year I don't mean. I don't know if I see it. So he didn't do, he like, didn't do anything last year to to he was literally yeah. just a guy. Yeah, so you needed <laughs> another running back into the fold especially, that actually mattered. Especially with Gibson get like as much as he gets banged up, like he'll play, but he he's be yeah. banged up a lot. Yeah. So I'm like I I, I was I, I kind of had a feeling this pick was coming. Yeah, I I had a feeling a running back was going to get picked. Now, I'm not going to lie. I didn't see it happening in the third round. I thought maybe like fourth or later. I was thinking maybe day three. But I'm not mad. I get the the rationale behind this pick. Yeah, yeah. So, um, Robinson stood. He stands 6'2", 225, ran a 4'5", 3". Thirty that's inch good. That's, vertical. That's, that's a good time for yeah. that size. Yeah, it, it is. And he, uh, of course, he was a five-year senior. Um, I got yeah. his last year. I mean, stats right here. Look Go at ahead. before you before you read off his stats. You said five-year senior. I mean, he he's somebody who really had the way this turn. Like, listen to these names that he was by: Najee Harris, Josh Jacobs, and Dame Harris. Uh, Josh Jacobs. <laughs> Bro, those are those are three. I just named three NFL. No, 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 no I'm saying, like I'm it. saying like Josh Jacobs, though. I mean, you know, that guy's gonna be on the street. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Josh Jacobs had a solid rookie year. This guy's gonna be on the street. A, Listen, I get it. College it. football is different than the NFL. I'm just saying that 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 NFL Josh Jacobs is on the street. <laughs> He's not on the street, man. Yes. Like, what? What's yes. the guy against him? He ain't on the street. Yes. He's on the. He's, he might as well be on the street. His bag is by the door. <laughs> yeah. But but yeah, uh, Robinson had thirteen hundred forty three yards in fourteen games, five yards per carry, and fourteen total TDs. Uh, yeah, I didn't I didn't bother pulling up his uh receiving yards because. It wasn't many. Um, he had less than three. From what I've seen, he's he's got decent hands, though. He can catch the ball. Yeah, yeah they, they decent, but it's, yeah, it's not like it's not like it's a weakness in his game. Yeah, but you know, Alabama's not doing I, that. I, yeah. So, uh, from what I saw, just looking at film, uh, he uses his strength to overpower second level defenders for extra yards. Obviously, I mean. He's six two, two forty, basic two two thirty. Nah, he's two thirty, but when he's week one, he'll probably have another ten pounds of muscle on him after they get him in strength and conditioning. So you know, but what surprised? I mean, it surprised me because he's so big. He got the explosion to get outside and turn that corner. He ain't gonna run away from you, you know. Like secondary players can can catch him yeah. on angles. But also, when you said that that four five in that forty at that size, I was like, yeah, I can kind of see that on 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 his tape. Like, yeah, yeah. He, he got he got enough speed to hit the edge. So now he ain't gonna house it, but yeah. he can he can he can get you some. 
But he can get you some 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 chunk plays. What I didn't expect to see when I looked at his film is what he does at the line of scrimmage. And when defenders are one on one versus him in the hole, oh, he can he got a little bit of wiggle. That's the word that I that I was hearing a lot this weekend. Wiggle. Yeah, he got some wiggle and he got really good uh footwork. Great footwork for um for someone that big. And obviously with all those carries he took in Alabama, you, he shows you he can take, you know, an actual NFL carry. I load. mean, but he ain't get a he, he ain't get a he ain't get a bunch of carries though. Like oh, he, he had like three hundred carries, man. Three forty three. I mean, I'm sorry. It was something. It was something in, around that line. But like in five years, that ain't a lot. Oh no, 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 I'm saying just that last season. Yeah, he but, got he basically got one year of. NFL carries. Yeah. Yeah, really toting the rock. So you getting a fresh player. Yeah. But he could just you know he could take the abuse of getting banged up. Um yeah. oh and I and this wasn't in none of the film, but everybody kept saying this, so I figured I might as well put it in my notes. He's never fumbled in his college career. Oh yeah. This th- to me, this was a light of fire under Antonio Gibson's ass pick. Like this was a Hey man, what you what you what you want to do? What you want to be? Like, do you just want to be you know okay player that's going to just bounce around in the league, like, or like, is you trying to be one of them dudes? So the flaws in this game is Robinson runs upright with the ball, so them linebackers when they do get him, you know, it because he's so tall, it's hard to get low. Yeah, sometimes, he, sometimes yeah. they can they gonna thump him a little bit, man. And in yeah, the NFL, he's gonna I, get thumped. I've seen a couple hits on this tape, but I was like, Well, you getting hit up high, a little too high. They just, yeah. like you you need to get them pads down a little lower, bro. I mean, I know you six two, but like, <laughs> you gotta you gotta remind them pads a little better. But see, this next thing is why I don't think Antonio Gibson has to actually worry too much about so to me this is more of a all right, we're going to take some of your carries. Not yeah. necessarily like we're going to. This guy's going to replace you. It's like he's yeah, going to I take don't you. see. I don't see that either. I, he's because for the simple fact, he's not a home run threat. Like I don't, see, I don't see him housing anything. You know what I mean? I just feel like he's a solid ball carrier. So to me, well, when I was looking he's at, he's going to, he's going to replace with Ron Love, which was like that Peyton Barber role. Yeah. Yeah, but um, so he's. Uh, I saw a lot of people said he has inconsistent vision when diagnosing the defense, so he'll miss cutback lanes and whatever you draw up, he is going to run. So, you know, like oh, the lane opened up, he's not going to put his foot in the ground and cut and take the lane to get to get seven to eight yards instead of the three yards that you need him to get. So. And oh, and this is another thing. I was actually surprised. I I, I wanted to see that this was kind of important for me. His he's willing to take on contact and pass protection, but he throws his shoulders and doesn't actually use his hands and square up the defender, so they can make a move or spin off of him and then get to the quarterback. So I was worried about that. Especially given that we don't know, I mean, to me, I don't think McKissick should be your 
Like your third down back as far as blocking wise and pass protection if you're not running the ball. Or, you know, if you're not really like you know what I'm saying? If he's not going out on the road, I don't know who our actual pass protector at running back is gonna be. So that was interesting. I don't I don't know. But um player comps for this guy, I think he could be Chris Carson. At his best, Chris Carson. Okay. Who, you know, at his best. That's like he figures out how to diagnose plays. He's, you know, picking up the passer a little bit better. So, I mean, it, I, at least bad. I see the ceiling for this guy as opposed mm-hmm. to some of the other picks. So, you know, um, I think we took him just like you said to fill the void from Peyton Barber. But I think all in all, he'll be he'll do more than that. And the mixture of him, Gibson, JD in the backfield, it should give us a little bit more versatility, but I don't know how well that helps your quarterback. Because, <laughs> you know, that, that doesn't that's, really... that's, what every, that's what it all comes back to, right? Well, I mean, at the end of the day, I just don't understand. I, I mean, like, I don't want to put it. You can run the ball as much as you want, but eventually that's not going to win unless you're hitting home runs. So, and I don't even think Carson's really good at hitting running backs out of the backfield per se. So we have to yeah, see how that affects I, yeah, I don't think, yeah, JD I don't think that's too. one of his strong suits. Yeah, so I'm like, that, that kind of got me a little bit concerned. But anything else you want to add on this guy before we get into? Uh, um, no, nah, not much. Like we, pretty, you pretty much hit everything on him. Like it's a, it's a, it's a okay pick. It's. It doesn't knock my socks off, but I understand the pick. Yeah, it was fine to me. I I I didn't have a problem with this pick. I, I actually like the pick, honestly. You know, I'm a running back guy, so yeah. I'm yeah. like, like if you can give me somebody that can turn a little one-two punch into, like, hey, let's do it. I, I like that. Take some pressure off of Gibson, mix it up with McKissick, and then I got another back that can maybe gash the defense for six six yards. Come on. I'll win ugly. We're going to take it to the fourth round pick at 113, Percy Butler. Okay. Rage and Cajun. Um, I mean, I, I'll, I'll start. Um, with, with this pick, honestly, my feelings on it will be determined whether or not is he just a special teams player or is this someone that they see really playing safety in our defense and, and making and making an impact on that end of the end of the ball. Now I seen something um some quotes from Ron Rivera like thinking he could be a um a candidate for that Buffalo nickel um role. I don't know if he necessarily has the size and I and I and I seen a stat um Hogs Haven and he missed like 13 tackles in 2021. Um, but like before the previous two years, he I think that was more than he missed in the two years combined previous. So I don't know what happened last year where he's missing tackles. But he he might have the skill set to do some things where you can move him around. He played 52% of his snaps from the slot or or in the box last year. So I could see why they would think he he would be a, a candidate for that role. I just got to see how he tackles, you know. 
Yeah, I'm not high. Well, I like I like I like the athletic upside though. Four three six in the forty, like okay, you you're not giving me no, you know no slow. I'm not mad when you when you draft athletes, but I gotta I got to me this is a I gotta wait and see with this one. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna downplay it or or really up it because I don't know a whole lot about Buddy. Like I gotta I gotta really get deep into his game. And I got I got some numbers right here, and and, and I'm gonna just say, well, no, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna go through my whole thing. And then see, it, it, it always worries me when the first thing folks say when when they start analyzing your game is they say special teams. And and, and but then but nope. I know, but then I think back to a few years ago. The first thing they said about Terry McClure was special teams. So you can't just take that always. You gotta, you gotta watch the players. Some players are more than what they peg them for. So I, I I'm understand a, I'm a, that. I'm gonna, take, I'm gonna take a wait and see. I'm glad you're waiting and seeing. So Percy Percy Butler <laughs> is six feet tall, 194 pounds. Uh, as you said, ran that four. You said a uh, four three six. Yeah. He has a 31 inch vertical and was a senior. His last year, I, I, you know, I wasn't going to bring up the missed tackles, but hey, we can bring up the missed tackles. You brought them up. They don't need to hear it again. He did have 60 tackles, one interception, and four pass breakups in his 13 games. He started, well, he played. Um, But the, everything that, basically, the first thing everybody says about this guy is his special teams. And this is from, I, I even went to the team page. I went to the ULL's team page where they did an article about him going to the NFL. And they even said he's going to contribute as a gunner right away. Like, I, so don't get me wrong. He has great speed, blazing speed. And his hips are, you know, he's fluid enough during his, uh when he's playing safety. You know, he could, he has the, Potential, and I'm I'm reaching. This is a reach, you know. This is the one where you stick your hand out and you just pull it back to see if the ref won't let it go. So this is a real reach. He has the potential to be a to side to side sideline to sideline range at safety. He's extremely raw at that position, but you know, with time, I mean, this is more of a three year project with me with this guy. Uh, he could, you know, he, he has to get developed. But whenever he makes a pl- whenever he's on the field, he meets the ball carrier with force, and that can that that matters. You know, that's important. Make somebody look yeah. makes you know you get some crab legs. I mean, crab arms going like ah, you know, T Rex arms <laughs> like no, nah, I don't want that. <laughs> but uh, his flaws are enormous, huge, glaring. If you want to play him in the secondary, takes bad angles, which attributes to those missed tackles banking on his athleticism. And a lot of his missed tackles are from over or under running plays. So, you know, he comes down in the box, makes those big hits. But if it's a run play and a lineman gets kicked out, it's a wash. He's he's out of the play, and now your safety's just gone. He can't disengage. Um, 
He has decent instincts though. Um, he has average. He's only average in man-to-man coverage at best, and playing in that conference being average is way different than playing in the NFL. So, oh, and another thing, he gets he gets his cookies taken from him and play action. He is extremely, extremely reactionary. So that is a huge problem for me. And I don't see any player comps for him as far as NFL players go in the secondary. I think, I, my honest opinion, I think he was drafted to replace Troy Apke. I do not think Troy Apke is going to be on this team this year. The fans are sick of him. Wow, that's, the first thing, that's the first thing I thought of, though. When I see him, I'm just like, what is he going to be the next Apke? Listen, like, listen, he's a black Troy Apke? Like, listen, listen, they are like, <laughs> they are like, listen, we cannot bring this guy back another year. <laughs> so we have to figure this out. <laughs> We got to get somebody else. My biggest issue with this pick is this is the second year that we have traded something. Like it, it, uh, there was a trade involved, and then we draft a special team. This time, instead of taking them in the fifth, we took them in the fourth. I don't like it at all. This is a bad pick for the fourth round. There are actual players that can contribute. I think that there was a, a corner that was still here. I uh I can't think of his name. Uh Tariq Woolen. Yeah, he was still here at this point. So I, I don't like I this pick at all. Going to Seattle. I I don't like this and, pick at know, all. He fits their profile. You know, they like them long corners. I like long corners. <laughs> <laughs> So, I, I I I hate this pick. You want to? You got anything else you want to add? Because I don't want to. Nah, I don't want to say nothing else. Nah, nah. That's to me. That's like a. Just give him Apke's jersey today. Just, just <laughs> and then we just just call it a day. Man, then come come July, he have a good camp. Come August, you know, make some plays in the preseason. You leave him alone. <laughs> nah, I, I see. Like I said, he's too raw and. I, and the, I'm gonna talk about this at the end. When you take these raw prospects, like you can have, like I said, he has potential. Like it, it's a reach because it's 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 partly a reach because I don't think that we can actually get him to that point. But other organizations could. So that's why I feel like it's a terrible reach where I put my hand up and then I fake protest. And as I'm walking away, I'm like, yeah, they got me. <laughs> yeah, I reached. So, you know. You want to move on to our our uh two fifth round picks? Yeah, let's do it. All right, this next pick. This was the pick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, our fifth round pick, 144th overall. We selected Sam Howe. Let me let me, let me give everybody their numbers because I want you. To really, to really talk about this, like this is this is your wheelhouse, and I'm a big fan of them. And I'm a chime in, but uh, how stood six one, two eighteen at the combine, but did not run a forty last year. He threw for three thousand fifty six yards, twenty four TDs, nine interceptions, 
but had an additional 828 yards on the ground with 11 rushing touchdowns. So, I'm talk to me, man. What do you think about Sam Howell in fifth? Sam Howell in the fifth is easily their best value pick of the draft. By far. E- e- easily. Like, easily. Uh, all the talk that, you know, of the reaches on day two or even the fourth round pick, this is this is arguably the best value in the draft right here to get him at round five. I don't know what was but, going on with quarterbacks because I'm like, they, them boys they, falling man. too far. Dude, Malik in the third. I was <laughs> trying to figure out if they. I was like, are they going to take him in the third? <laughs> like. like yeah, man. If Round you if you said it, remember when we did the QB pod a long time ago? Yeah. At the senior bowl, yeah. right after the senior bowl. If if I were to have told you then that the only quarterback that goes in the first round is gonna be Kenny Pickett. Kenny, Kenny Pickett. And then Malik Wills ain't gonna go to the third. Carson Strong and uh, and he wasn't even the second quarterback pick. Carson Strong ain't gonna go. He went the what? He that, went. He went to the second. That's my, that's my, I forgot Ritter about it. Yep, yep. Got picked before him. I'm like, what? And I would be like, you can get Sam Howell in the fifth. What would you have said then? <laughs> I'd be like, hey, word, <laughs> the fifth. I wouldn't have believed you, dog. This is somebody who coming into the year was in consideration for the number one pick. I know. Like, if, like, like, that's how good his take was from his freshman and sophomore season. I just right? want to add. I just want to add. Do, do, did people forget that all of the talent that he had left. left and went to the draft and were drafted? Those players were drafted. I last year he basically had to do everything. He he basically had to put it on his. He back. had the most rushing yards and, on his team. Just so you know, just just so he he threw the ball and then led them in rushing. I'm like, if I would have said to like, who is this Lamar Jackson? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I I I really feel like they got a steal right there. Like you couldn't ask for more in a fifth round pick. You got a QB prospect that you can potentially develop. You know, is you know. Like it's not no guarantee. This is a fifth round quarterback. Ain't no guarantee that he's gonna become something. But you could do a whole lot worse in the fifth round. To me, he's not your typical fifth round quarterback prospect. I'm sorry, he's just not. Like the, I feel like the league missed the boat on that one. Like has a has I I love his arm. You 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 talk you talked about the rushing yards. He has mobility. Has a great deep ball. I just he, he lost his talent last year. Like we had Diami, he, he lost his top receiver. Javante, Javante went to Denver. So I mean, so I, I, man, let me just say this, man. I I, I want to say this to all those people. And uh, who was the guy? I'm gonna ask you a question. Who was the guy on NFL Network that was like, no, no? He's like when he was like, oh, he's a backup. He's like, no way. No, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that was that was. Um, I think it was James Jones. Hey, listen, I'm, I'm gonna put that clip in here just so y'all know that clip coming. I'm- <laughs> 
same agent with Carson Wentz, so I'm sure they know each other and will be that'll be an interesting competition there. I know he's not going to compete for the starting job, but if things start to slip up with Carson Wentz, I think he's one of the quarterbacks ready to play. I'm saying I, I know they love Carson. I hope Carson plays great and he gets everything going back again, but I'm saying if he goes through a lull, I think that this is a quarterback that's capable of getting on the field and being competitive. Would you, right now. would you guys say he's got the biggest arm of this draft class? I mean, maybe if, Malik if, Willis and him. I watch the third and seven plus cut up every year. So when you look, watch college football, there's so many bubble screens and tunnel screens. You eliminate that. You just watch third and seven. Everybody in the whole stadium knows you're throwing the football. His third and seven reel is better than any quarterback in this draft class. And he's under duress. He's getting hit. He's showing toughness. I'm, again, I'm shocked he's here in the fifth round. I'm not going to put him in the throw him in the backup pile and say he's a career backup. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think he said by like week eight or nine, this this kid will be in games. So so to me, you and and I'm not we're going to save a little bit. I'm going to save a little bit for this after the end. But to me, you potentially got the QRQB of the future short of our short-term future in the fifth round i think this kid can i think he can still play i think that he needs to have some uh some work done but i'm like come on are you kidding me like like this is ridiculous i don't i don't, I don't understand why people don't think he can compete with carson wentz like carson wentz is not that good like he's average. All this guy got to come in and be average. And from what I understood, the, the stuff that I saw, his teammates all respect him. Guess what the problem was? Or guess what people said some of the issues were with Carson. Teammates don't really get down with him like that. He's a weird guy. So, oh, hey, 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 this between us. Have you heard Sam Howell talk, bro? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, so hey, it's going to be a divide. It's going to be a divide. He'll fit it. You can see where it's going. It's going to be a already, divide. He already, he already got a homeboy on the team. He already got one of his mask. Yeah, they gonna kill. They gonna kill a third stringers in the preseason. It is going to be a problem. <laughs> and for all that, oh Carson was let, let. He was. They told him. Listen, I'm pretty sure when they took Jalen Hurts. They they mentioned it to him. The issue is when he gets on the field and he looks bad, and the person behind him don't look as bad. It probably looks better than him. Is going to be and now he's in his head. So that's my concern. But you know, just just a few notes. How has excellent deep ball. Uh, he he he's he can be he can be inaccurate with his intermediate and short throws, but that's more so because his mechanics need to be worked on, and it would help to actually not be running for your goddamn life all the time. Or maybe if he wasn't the lead running back, you know, because his mechanics weren't as bad the years prior. So that's right. kind of I telling me I it's th- like, I, man, I gotta do everything. Like I'm tired. Took, <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, I just felt like he took a beating this year. So, you know, I yeah, he had a little too much on his plate this year. So I'm like, we'll see uh, how this all turns out. But we're going to get into that a little bit later when we talk about these players and how they actually affect the team moving forward. Um, after we're done, you want to talk about our our last real selection? Oh yeah, Cole Turner. I'm a fan. All right. I'm a fan of this pick. I like this pick. 
All right, Cole one, Turner. One of, my, one of my favorite picks of the draft. Fifth round, 149th overall. He stands 6'6", 246 at the combine, ran a 4'7", 6'40", which is, really, which is really good for somebody that goddamn big. 27-inch vertical and was a senior last year in the league. I said in the league last year in the uh in college, he had 62 catches, 677 yards, 10 TDs, and 11 games. All right, yeah, man. Like, I, I did some things. notes on him. Like, so, you know, yeah. go ahead and give me yours first because I, yeah. I, I have some stuff with this guy. This this is one of my favorite picks because this is this is a type one. I wanted tight end addressed in, the, in these later rounds anyway, and they did. And But not only did they address it, they went for the type of prospect I wanted them to address it with. Give me the athletic basketball move tight end type. Like I don't care. He's not. He's not a much of a blocker. That's fine. Don't have him. Don't have him in line. Like <laughs> stick him in the slide or something. We had a lot of talk of oh the size of our receiving core. They just took Dotson five eleven. We need some size in the in the uh, in the red zone. He 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 brings that. He, I love his hands. He makes tough catches away from his body. He's not a body catcher. He he knows how to box dudes out and, and snag the ball. Got got a couple nice one handed catches on in this tape. I don't really see a whole lot um, run after the catch wise. I would like to see. I would like to see a little bit of that. I feel like. He's he's tall, dude, six six, but he could get in the weight room a little bit. Like you say, he's not he's not he's not gonna block nobody. He's not a blocker right now. I, I'm like, he's tall boy, man, I'm, not big man. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tall man, not big man. <laughs> <laughs> but I like I like his ability to box guys out and get the ball in the red zone. Like, I'm I'm good with this pick. I like this pick. All right, I'm 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 so so on this pick. I mean, like it, it's it's a good pick. I, I'm not saying it's a bad pick. I'm, you know, it, it, I'll, I'll I'll get into why. So, you know, he looks really good in pads and cleats. You know, I, when he puts his cleats on, he's probably like closer to six eight, six nine, as opposed to six six. So, like you said, he got that basketball background, so he high points the ball, can track it in the air. You know, really good hands, great straight line speed. Um. So, and to me, I, you know, I'm gonna get. I'm just go straight into his flaws because you hit all his high notes. Like you said, he can't. He can't block to save his life. And my issue with that is, teams will know exactly what time it is when, he, whenever he comes out on the field. So, like, whenever he goes to the huddle, they like, oh, 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 sub, sub, sub. They waving their big boys in. They's like, they, they passing, they passing. So. That's my that's a, that's a big issue for me, but you know maybe the weight room can help. But he actually gets little, very little separation in his routes, so every catch has to be spectacular. You know, it looks yeah, way I it think, looks spectacular yeah, think, because yeah, he can't. Yeah, so because he can't actually run routes, <laughs> so uh. And he doesn't really understand his own concepts, but you know that's to be expected. I mean, he played on Nevada for God's sakes. We already talked about what that conference looks like, so that's something that could be worked on. Worked on. I have no player comp for this guy, 
at all in the NFL because you know the bigger guys, he ain't gonna be Kettle, he ain't gonna be Kelsey, he ain't gonna be any of the old guys. Yeah, nah, I don't see, I don't see. But like, them dudes are sick after the catch. I yeah. Don't know. So, but what I do see is he could potentially, he could potentially be developed into what Logan Thomas gives us. Yeah. And that's fine. You know, it's more so depends on what our tight ends coach and can can teach him and help him understand as to whether or not he'll make an impact this year right away. Because like I said, it's it's hard to really think he's gonna matter like this coming year if it's a tell every time he comes on the field. You know, so no, I get you. And 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 again playing in Nevada he hasn't he hasn't really gotten stuck extended for the ball like he could in the NFL. Nobody really put their hands on him. He was always he was always was one of the bigger players on the field. You know, in the NFL, he'll still be he'll be tall man, but he he <laughs> damn sure ain't gonna be big man. <laughs> Especially with if Nicobe Dean is healthy this year. And, oh my God. And, and and he decides to go into Nakobe Dean's zone and goes up for the ball. Well, if the Nakobe Dean peck ain't fall off the way that they make me thought the way that they, I thought it had fell off the bone, he he will deplete him. <laughs> so you know, but um, they say they say Nicobe Dean got a few injuries. Yeah, it's a few, but those were all priors. But nah, so. Just to just to focus on us, because we gonna talk about all of that just next. <laughs> but um, yeah. So there were two more selections. We took a guard. Uh, what's his name? Chris Paul, the guard. You know, he's just a guard and a DB <laughs> in the seventh round. I mean, whatever. I mean, you never can have too many guards the way they go down. And. I'm like, and knowing us, you'll get some playing time at some point this year. And you know, just hope John Masco got him coached up, ready to roll, like he like he did last year. And DBs, you always need defensive backs. I mean, we were at one point last year. I didn't know. I, I thought they was gonna put by McCain at corner one play. So, <laughs> so you know, I mean, those picks were fine. I don't think that they really change anything. I expect both of them to probably make the team. Uh, maybe not dress every week, but they'll be on the roster. So, all in all, before we look, so let's just recap all of this. These guys, I just want to ask you, who do you actually think, or as a whole, as a collective, before we go individual, does this draft class affect anything? Given we are playing the third place schedule, and we should be able to get like do they take us from eight to eight to potentially ten wins to something more to you? Uh, Cause I'm trying to I'm trying to look and see who do I think are the immediate contributors out of this draft class. And I'm saying Dotson, hmm, Robinson maybe, um, 
and I mean, you got to hope, Mathis, but. So, so, and, and, and just, just to the fact that you're having to think that hard when yeah. the, the mantra of this draft was draft guys that can contribute right away. This is why I look at this as a collective average at best, slightly below average, because I'm like, I don't think you really got anybody outside of Dotson who contributes and really matters. Like I, how many starters did you get? You got one starter. Like you took, you had your sec, you had a second, a third, a fourth and two fifths. And the only, and, and your first round pick, you only got one starter. So, you know, I'm, I'm like, I look at that and I'm like, I'm, I'm, and, and these guys will be fine. I mean, but then the question then becomes, hey, can this coaching staff actually coach these guys up? And that's my next question. I don't know. I can't answer that. Like, don't get me wrong. I saw what happened with Logan Thomas, but I also saw what happened with Chase Young, with Montez Sweat, with Deron Payne, with uh, Jonathan Allen, with uh, St. Juice, with William Jackson. I-, I saw all of that. They didn't No, Nobody really got better. Now, Thomas got hurt. But tell me, who really got better? Tell me who took a step on our team last year. Only thing, only feathers in their cap is they... They got they got Cam Curl in the seventh round. <laughs> that, that's it. <laughs> and he's and he's legit. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's it. So, like I said, that's my biggest question with this, with this whole organization. It's like, and I'm a, I'm gonna just go to the teams in the goddamn division. Philly ain't no joke no more. I can talk about their quarterback all that, I yeah, want. You be calling him a scat back. I can call him a scat back all I want. But that team got better. The Giants? Oh my God. If I'm I'm happy they didn't just take a quarterback because they, they are legitimately a wide receiver, a running back, and a quarterback away. From actually being somebody that have to work, I know I said I, it sound like a lot, right? But you can get a. Hold you, on. you said they are who and a what? They a quarterback, way? running back, wide receiver away from actually making noise. And I know it's it? the Giants. The Giants, like you just said, they're quarterback. I know it sounds like a lot. Back. It sound like a lot. No, <laughs> yeah. It, it sounds like a lot, right? Right. It sounds like it's, it sounds like oh, they need skill position. Hold on, but but think about this. You can get, you can get a second wild a second a second round wide receiver that can be really good. You can get a, a a running back in the third that can be really good. You can get a quarterback. I'm like the Giants are one another draft like this don't, away. Don't just, don't just don't just brush past that quarterback no, situation. No, 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 no. I, I said second <laughs> and third. I just said the Giants are another draft like this away from. Actually, and you know what? They're not scared to trade when they see something that they want. So 
if there's a quarterback on the board next year, they might be willing to leverage their first round picks for the next couple of years to jump up and get that guy. And you put them behind this offense. Their offensive line is going to be a problem. Thibodeau to me was the best damn, the best damn pass rusher in the draft this year. I think Thibodeau, I think Thibodeau kind of is in line with Chase. And I think their mentality kind of aligns as well. You heard what Thibodeau said. He said, my man said, I want to work with Nike. Like, let's get this, let's get this moving now. (laughs) The Giants draft, the Eagles draft got me shaking in my boots. I'm just like, Look at this. I'm like, look at it. Look at what the Eagles, the Eagles getting AJ Brown was, was really just like, like, really? Like, but come even, on, even in getting Jordan Davis. Like, you got, like, yeah. like my thing is, and then, and then getting the Kobe team. Like, okay, if he misses this year, cool. All right, he's out this year. Let's just say he's out this year. If, if, bruh, if, bruh can just, if, bruh isn't, the walking casket that they proclaimed him to be the way he fell. Yeah, that's crazy. Cause like you can't just get mad at us for that. Like he no, fell far. I, I, I get that. And I'm just like, okay. And so, you the and you the main person who, who don't want them to go after somebody like Jameson Williams. You know, well, who, I didn't with, know with, but, with, a, with an injury situation, bro, right? That, most of the all the other injuries happened before the season that he just played. The peck injury happened trying to get his forty time up during the yeah, SAT and prep, might, and he might and he might miss the season for that. So. Okay, like yeah. I, I'm hearing he needs surgery. Listen, get the surgery. His production was there, but I'm and I'm just saying because that's on Philly's team. Like Philly's defense already was. It, we act like Philly's defense was terrible. Philly had a good defense, and now you add that, you add Jordan Davis, and then you give him more weapons on offense. To make their quarterback look even better, yeah, that's a problem for us. I I don't see are the divisions changing soon because I mean unless we get in a division with Jacksonville, <laughs> Houston, and uh, <laughs> and some other people, I da- Dallas. I feel, I see Dallas taking a step back. Dallas may take a step back, but Dallas still is better than us, even with that step back. Do you disagree with that? I mean, I'm not going to disagree with it just based off how bad they whooped our ass last year. <laughs> like, because I mean, is Michael Parsons? Gonna, no, no. So their offense is going to take is going to take a step. Their they, they goddamn defense ain't going nowhere. They offense might take a step back, but even then, they still have a quarterback in the regular season. In the regular season, let me rephrase. Let me make sure y'all understand. In the regular season, who's competent enough to keep them moving in the right direction, and you know they can make some picks. And hey, free agents might not might want to sign with them. And it's not like they can. I mean, the only person that left was a buddy that went to uh to Denver. I forgot. Randy Gregory. I mean, ain't like they lose. They ain't like they lost anybody else. Oh, and and. Just because you said the word free agency, it, it sparks something in my mind. Yeah, for right now, I'm changing my grade to C plus because not only did I not like the day two, leaving this draft without getting a linebacker is an L. 
for me. I'm like, who's going to shake loose that's worth anything? That that who wasn't really right. ready to get replaced. Are you ready for Bostic? Oh, don't say that. Yeah, because he will be back. <laughs> there's a, there's got to be other options. Oh, no, he'll be back. <laughs> he'll be back. So, you know, so and and I'm like, I look at this team. Mind you, we didn't we didn't have anybody on our defense that's going to start. So we got them uh, collective pieces that we had to begin with. So you got no chase starting the season. Montez, Payne, hope apparently Payne, and so Allen. I'm not even gonna get into that. You got your broke down corners. You got your one safety and camera curl and your question mark, and you got no middle linebacker whatsoever, right? So I mean. Teams can take their pick of what they want to do. So I'm like, I'm glad you got your wide receiver because the offense is going to need to ball. Like Carson Wentz is going to have to take take turn the clock back to 2017 before the injury because I I, I don't see any other any other way where we win games because we can't stop anybody. I don't know if you know, but um, even the Texans got pretty good. They they got better. They got better. Would you have taken uh, Stingley at three? Yes. Yes, I would. That boy got filmed. Oh, he's nice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's nice. Locking up Jamar Tate. Locking up two of the top (laughs) five wide receivers in the NFL currently. Locking them up. Giving them fits. You know, we play Houston this year. Terry's going to be in for a rough one. Yeah, I said it. Terry's going to be in for a rough one that day. Jahan going to have to show up and be be bad, (laughs) be a bad man that week. That's why. That's why you take a receiver at sixteen. So, you know, with all that being said, I I don't really know. I don't really know. Like, like that. That's why collectively I'm down. I'm not looking. I'm not. I'm not up on this season because even if you get like, what is what is the best outcome for you? Like best case scenario, because you know training camps right around the corner. We probably going to, you know, going. It's going to be a break of real news until Terry gets his deal, and then after that, don't nothing really matter till preseason. So like, as it stands today, what do you, what do you, what do you think? I mean, if you get nine wins this year, does it does it help you long term? I mean, I don't help a long term. Um, how did the nine wins come? Like, that matters too. I mean, you can have some close games where you eke it out against teams that aren't, that also aren't that good. How did Carson Wentz play? Carson in, Wentz in played school? like Carson Wentz played last year 27 mm-hmm. and seven, and then he, did just, he didn't show up in big moments. Mm, okay. Yeah, so I'm like, 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 my thing is, you would almost hope that you, to me, then you just, you just keep building until until you can find. And and I hear you right. And and my and I got to give you an instant rebuttal. What did you build this year with the draft? 
I feel like you got better on offense. You got better on offense solely based on your first selection, which you should, which you almost damn near have to. I mean, don't get me wrong. You can miss like you missed last year, but you damn near like any competent, half competent organization hits their first round pick. Tell me who else made you feel comfortable that we built something. Because that's my biggest issue with this draft. And that's what I was feeling as I was watching these picks unfold. I did not feel like we were actually building anything. And we were trying to just tread water. Yeah. It feels like they're running on a hamster wheel. It's like they're creating unnecessary holes and plugging them. Like, like it's not progress. Like, yeah. Because, I mean, let's just run through the offensive players. Like, D- Dotson. Robinson, mm-hmm. Howe, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Turner. Turner. I like. I don't. I don't not like any of those picks. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not saying I don't like them, but who is a corners? Like, who are you building outside of Dotson? Because we both agree, Dotson. Long term, who is being built into a cornerstone for your uh team moving forward? Because I mean, Turner. Maybe, but it could also flop. And yeah. like to me, if any best case scenario, all turn. But you're would, not, you're okay. not, you like. I don't think you're looking for your fifth round pick to be a cornerstone. If that happens, that's great. I don't like. I don't necessarily think that's the expectations you you have with a fifth round pick. And I get you, but then my my issue then becomes. Your first, my, your second, you, my, your third. My issue, my issue is with the day two picks. Okay, but even then, that's 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 where my issue lies because that's where you should have been trying to get those cornerstone players, as you say. Yeah. So, and that's my issue, right? And, and, and that's why I'm like, when everybody say Brent, why are you so negative about the team? It is because of things like this that keep continuing to happen. Your second round pick, you just took a a body, just a body. And Robinson, I mean, you know, you took what you what they think. See, and this isn't. I'm not saying what everybody else thinks. Everybody else thinks she's way better than Peyton Barber. I think they just think they got Peyton Barber. Like no, I'm serious. I'm not even trying to be funny. Like I just, I think they just say, "Hey, we got we we replaced Peyton. Whew, that's good. <laughs> Third and one, we can get it." Like what? What are you doing? Like, and, and this is my problem. And you know, I here I go once again calling out Ron Rivera and Marty Herney and Martin Mayhew and whatever gang of whatever whoever else is the gang that they got because it's like what is going on this doesn't make any sense to me what are we doing this is the same problem that Carolina had for years they didn't build anything there were never really many young players coming in outside of first round picks that they couldn't miss on That's that's the biggest critique I've seen from Panthers fans that's like Starting to seep into my mind, it's like, all right, they can hit on them first round, but after that, 
it ain't too it ain't too nice. Like I like our struggles on day two, I feel like is indicative of our struggles of a franchise these last two decades. Like if you look at our second round pick history, none of them have signed their second contract. Bro, it is abysmal. No abysmal. No player has signed a second contract outside of Preston Smith. Bro, that's where you're supposed to get the cornerstones of your team. Remember Sewer Cravens? Second round pick. That's supposed to be you supposed to be shooting for a Pro Bowl player, man. Like I said, man. And maybe I think that that changes though. I think it changed last year with Sam Cosme. I think Sam Cosme is yeah, a really good player. Yeah, that's why I was like, all right. Yeah, I, I think, think I, they I, they might have hit on the first second rounder in a long time, a long time with Cosme. But you know, I, I think he'll he'll be pretty good. But to me, once again, it's just organizational failures, and I don't even say organization because like take Dan Snyder out of it. At this point, because Dan don't got nothing to do with what happened right now. Like what happened this weekend, Dan had nothing to do with that. When the players line up, Dan ain't got nothing to do with that. Honestly, I'm almost to the point where I need Chase to go into the office and be like, "Man, Dan, we gotta change something. We need to get somebody. <laughs> <laughs> like we need to get we need to get like an actual like adult in the room." <laughs> I don't think Chase. I don't think Chase got those privileges anymore. I don't think Chase got them privileges anymore because Ron is all oh, we got. Everybody, everybody got to funnel through me and Dan's like, "Hey man, I'm just trying to stay. Don't bring no attention to me because every time <laughs> attention get brought to me, it's some new controversy." And but I get all that, and I'm just like, man, it. it I don't know, bro. It's it's just like. I'm not optimistic anymore. Like you know, I used to be the optimistic fan. It you it we used to, our roles have reversed over the past few years. I don't know if you noticed that. <laughs> Maybe. Like yeah yeah. I think so. Yeah, I I feel like I used to be way more negative versus versus you, and somehow it just. Cause you take your negativity over the top, and it's just like I'd be like, "Hey, hey, relax, brother. It's not that see, bad." See, see, my my negativity <laughs> comes off as over the top because I'm ahead of it. I mean, I gas myself up like I'm playing chess, y'all. Like it ain't yeah, even I'm that. About to say, like, it ain't I even that. Coming, it's like I like, see stuff coming, and at that point, when I can, when I predict it, and I'm like, "All right, it's about to be this. It's about to be that." I'm really not. I'm not into it. I'm like, all right. Well, why don't I want to invest in it? Like, then it becomes I'm watching for laughing material. Like, give me some <laughs> laugh track ammo. I looked around this weekend, and I saw every single other team in the division who I could say we were in the same conversation with get better. Like, because we were never in the conversation with Dallas. It was us, Philly, the Giants. They both got better coming out of this weekend. You can look at their drafts. Now, you can look at their drafts and look at their moves they made. They've gotten better. They can admit their mistakes up front. Like, they did not give Daniel Jones they his contract. Have, but, 
both of them teams had multiple first round picks. So they had more of an opportunity to get better. They better had gotten better. This hey, weekend. hey, listen, listen. I get that, but because I'm outside of the first round, and you you chipping off the Nicobe Dean, he might not even play this year. Like outside of their first round picks, you don't you can't name it nobody that's that's really jumping out like, oh man, that's a great pick. Like, yeah, the Giants did good. They had two picks in the top ten. I would hope so. But you want to know what the difference is? They looked around and realized who they were. They can look in the mirror and identify who they are. Philly, I talk about Philly. I'm just talking about as much as we talked about what's his name, Howie up there in Philly. As much much grief as we gave him, the fact that he turned Carson Wentz into A.J. Brown. Hey, what can I say? What is there left to say? Like he 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 brain he brain trusted his way into making that work. Like hey, my job ain't on the line. Oh now they they turned the heat up. It's like make make some dinner, my man, my man. I thought I was watching Next Level Chef. I was like, he 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 bottom kitchen. He was in the bottom kitchen. They best prospect. Move. Went before he before the pressure got put on him, hit they best prospect was Jalen Hurts and he's a running back. Next thing I know, I look around, like, God damn, they got Devontae Smith. They he he done gave the coach the 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 he gonna tell the coach, lose. Let them get into the playoffs. <laughs> you you good. Fire Man, him. Fire him. <laughs> get yeah, Devontae that's crazy. Smith. That's crazy. <laughs> then turn around. Trade trade Carson Wentz for two for yeah, two first. Man, they still piss me off with that, man. And that threw us that threw us. Bro, if that don't happen, we got Michael Parsons right now. But but and and <laughs> I, I just want you to understand this. It comes from situational awareness. And that is what this organization I only like organization. That is what the people that were put in charge lack. Stop trying to fight for a playoff bid. Last year, I was screaming, lose, 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 lose. All we wanted them to do was lose because chasing Dallas, chasing Philly, you know, trying to get in the wild card. It doesn't matter. Like, what are you doing in the playoffs? Like, let me get to the wild. Let me get to the wild card with some horses. Terry was the only damn horse we got because, and much as I love Gibson, with his injuries, you can't count on him at certain points. Like it's like, all right, he out yeah. there, but damn, yeah. like he'll give you, he'll give you a good stretch again, like a cool little two, three stretch of games where you like, damn, Gibson looks nice, man, he's killing. And then up, he tweaks something up the toe hurting, damn. man, toe hurting. So and then yeah. he, and then he's seventy, and then he's a seventy five percent version of himself. Don't have that same burst, and it's three three yards in a cloud of dust. Yeah. So you know when it's just stuff like that, I'm just like, man, it's it it it's like we gotta look. We gotta. I'm I'm begging the guys down in Ashburn to really look in the mirror. The Carson Wentz move was not realizing who you actually are, bro. Your defense ain't that good. 
Like, and I'm not saying they're not good. Like, oh, you don't have players on your defense. You don't got them. You got Montez, Chase, Curl. That's it. Tell me, did Allen. I miss anybody? Allen. Allen is fine. But I'm talking about legitimate game changers. You talking about the one, the one, the one who made the Pro Bowl last year? I don't. I, 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 the one who put player. up what, the one who put up the best numbers. Listen, do he do he do he feel like he changed games? Like I ain't talking you about Aaron Donald. Like, do you feel like they change games? I feel like they got the potential to change games. I don't feel like they he has the potential to change games. Okay. I mean, do you disagree? Am I missing something? Because I really feel like it's just hard. I don't think you've given him enough credit, but okay. I'm I'm not saying he's not a good player, and and I, I, I'm saying like to to be and it's hard when you think I, about the yeah, tackles I, that changes games. I, I know I know what you're saying. The players you listed to me have higher ceilings. They just have not reached them. So I'm not going to just throw their names out willy nilly and. And basically make him seem like he just he ain't a good player. Uh, okay, and I'm not saying he's not a good player. And, and look, look, of course, we got to understand he's he was our best defender last year by far. But I'm just like in in the best case scenario, that guy is not he is not single handedly winning a game. We've seen the other guys single-handedly win games before. That's all I'm saying. Like, like, and we could say they didn't do it last year, talking about Chase and Montez. But in years past, we've seen games where, all right, that 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 was on him. That that W was on him. So that and that's all I'm saying. And. And I hate to say it, those are the only defensive players that matter in the playoffs. If you're talking about yeah. playoff football. Yeah, yeah. The ones who are going to make the game change in plays. That's that's what matters in the playoffs, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Who's going to cause the turnovers? And that's all who I'm gonna, talking about. Because I'm like, who's going who to get, get the team off the field on third down? Because I'm not going to lie, bro. Like, we completely, like, things are completely changed on their axis. Because I remember I used to be the guy said, man, I just wanted to, you know, we can make the playoffs. It'd be fun. I don't want to just go to the playoffs just to go to the playoffs. For what? Run the risk of guys getting hurt a little bit more? <laughs> like for what? If we're not going to win, then then don't waste my time. Let me watch real good football and not be bothered by it. Yeah, I don't want to be in the playoffs and be the team that everybody knows has no chance of making any noise. Like, We've been there. We've been there, done that before. So that's why I'm saying, and that's the only reason why I count those three players. And I'm specifically going out of my way to count those three players. Because on offense, I mean, you know, offense, everybody kind of matters. From your your worst lineman matters. Your second running back matters. Your second wide receiver matters. All okay. of them matter in the playoffs. And that's what we're trying to get to, right? Because if not, then, you know. I mean, we saw what the playoffs looked like. I mean, I, I remember Grant screaming when the Chiefs and the Bills played. Like, like you saw what that looked like. 
Like we ain't got like our defense were better. Our defenses, our defense should be better than both of those defenses. But uh, we got to score points, so everybody matters. Yeah. So I, I'm just like, and 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 I look around, and the other play, the other teams in the divisions have those guys. They got them. Dallas Parsons. Digs for whatever is worth digs. Feast of famine. If you feast, you feast. <laughs> hey, Philly. They got they def- they got players all over their defense. They got really good players all over their defense. They added AJ Brown to Devontae Smith. And if Jay, if the running back can learn how to actually be a quarterback, then they true goddamn running back, Miles Sanders, would actually be able to be an issue for people. The Giants, I mean, I guess we're in the conversation with the Giants. I don't know if that's a conversation. This ain't, this ain't 07. <laughs> this ain't 08. This ain't 9, 10, 11, 12. So I don't know if I want to be in the conversation with the Giants. That's, 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 that's all it comes down to for me. And I just think, I don't think we got the right people to make the right decisions to put us in the position to add the right guys. Cause they ain't did it yet. It's been three years. It's been three drafts. He had help one draft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't argue with anybody having doubts about the trajectory of this team right now under Rivera and the Martys because they they make some head scratching moves. And that my biggest my biggest critique is or critique is. They lack foresight and vision. Hey man, like I said, you gotta be able to look in the mirror and realize who you are. I just like like John Legend. Who do you think you are? <laughs> I say it every time. One of them bums in the NBA just just get Jack happy in the playoffs. Devon Carter today, just just pulling them three. Who do you think you are? Like what's this? What's this guy's deal? This guy's deal. <laughs> I'm like, so I don't know, man. All I can say is I'm not excited for the season. Ten games mean not seven to ten games mean nothing to me, and I wouldn't care that we won ten games for the first time since whenever, because you're playing legitimately terrible teams. Like terrible, I think we play Green Bay again, and I'm I'm ready to put Green Bay in that bad category. Like no Devonte Adams, I don't think that Aaron Rodgers is who he thinks he is anymore. I think Aaron Rodgers forgotten. Um, who makes him who 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 allows him to look as good as he looked? I'm pull up our our schedule because I just want. I'm gonna just read these teams off. Minnesota is Kirk. <laughs> you can beat Kirk. You don't even have to be good to beat Kirk. Green Bay, just said they're terrible. Tennessee, oh, they're about to be bad this year. No AJ Brown, no Julio. <sighs> they're literally about to just run the ball. Jacksonville. Jacksonville, bro. Jacksonville. 
Marcus Mariota, and the Atlanta Falcons. Chicago Bears, Detroit Lions, Houston Texans. If you win those games, does that does that mean anything? So you said if you win those games, does it mean anything? Does it mean anything? Like if you if you build your nine or ten wins by winning by winning, let's say half of your division games and winning those man, games, does it mean anything? You you put man, you beat who you play on the schedule. I'm not I'm not about to do that. Like and because the NFL changes from year to year. <laughs> like teams that you think trash now turn and mess around and be good. Like we said that when we went seven and nine playing those terrible quarterbacks and then ran it right back and went seven <laughs> and ten. I'm sorry. You're scared. Yeah, went yeah, went seven and ten facing much better quarterbacks. But we so, didn't beat them. I know. I mean they beat Brady. Brady beat himself that day. <laughs> and I'll stand. We we even said that Brady beat himself. We thought he was we thought he was get back gambling on the game. We thought we had some uh thought we had some uh, uh cousin Atlanta stuff going on, man. <laughs> Calvin Ridley. Yeah, he thought he had some Cal- Calvin Ridley magic going on. The way he was trying to throw the game away. So, I mean, we didn't beat any of them. And then we lost to legitimately terrible quarterbacks. I don't want to say terrible. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jameis. You're not terrible. You're playing with Taylor Heineke, bro. We're playing, we're I don't playing, even want to. I don't even. I don't even want to get into that. Cause yeah, because I'm like, <laughs> do you really like? I, I not, if we've had, we've talked about it. We've talked about it. He's not that much of an upgrade as far as his mentality and his decision making. He's he only has the physical metrics to be better. And it's said to be a very difficult player to teach. So then, I don't know if we still get a good look at what Scott Turner wants to do because Carson Wentz is just like, nah, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> nah, I don't like that. Terry, look up. <laughs> so, I mean... That's all I'm saying, bro. And I, I'm like, <laughs> I'm st- I'm still looking forward to the season. I'm, I'm still. I mean, looking it's football. Forward. Don't get me wrong. I'm gonna watch. <laughs> I'm gonna be excited because it's football. On like, I don't they gotta, out got got a receiver for me. All right, let me see something. Let me let me see what we look like. All right, I mean, let me see. Let me see Terry in the offense with somebody opposite of him. So that can take away some of the pressure. All you're like, banking me, on. All you're banking on is Terry. <laughs> Like that's all you're really wanting to watch, and I'm like, that's fine. I mean, I'm I'm a I'm gonna be excited to see what Terry can do, but all no, you're saying that ain't is, all I want to watch. I want to see how Chase look coming off the ACL. I want to see what Montez do. Like, nah, there's plenty of things I want to see. Now, I want to continue to watch the ascension of Cam Curl. Like I hear, I hear all you saying. I'm just like, like, like I said, we're we're in different spaces. Like, all you want to watch. It's just football. I want to win. <laughs> like, I want to win too, bro. I, not really. Don't sound like it. Sound like you gonna watch whatever they put in front of you. Like I mean, you I watch it too. Like I, I, I am, but I'm gonna reluctantly watch. Like I'm not looking forward to watching it. Like 
mean, the season will be on. I'll, I'll tune in every week, but you're not gonna hear me beating the drum. Like, oh yeah, we gonna we make the playoffs. I'm gonna be in. I'm like, we will make the playoffs and get our ass whipped, whipped. I don't care who it is. We gonna whoop our ass. As long as we don't get Kirk, we're going to get our ass whipped. Because we ain't winning the damn division. I mean, honestly. Who you got winning, who you got winning the division? Philly. You got Philly winning? Philly. And it ain't close. I, I don't know if Philly loses a division game. I mean, you know, it's still, it's still Jalen Hurts. He said I make the right decisions and everything. But Philly shouldn't lose a game in the division. So, I'm gonna be like, "What? What we doing? <laughs> who who we playing? We playing? We we squeak? We squeaking in the seven? We gonna get number two? <laughs> we gonna see Tom Brady again when it matter? I don't know, man. You know, <laughs> he slept on us on a regular season, but the playoffs, you know, he only get one chance. God forbid they win and we see the Rams. What in the hell? What the hell we gonna do with the Rams? <laughs> well, you better hope number two Body Green Bay. Game, <laughs> you better hope number two Green Bay. Yeah, you know, you know them. You know, the so match up, match up, play itself all right. But luck up with a Green Bay. <laughs> like, like I said, man, that's what you banging on. And more power nah, to you. I ain't banking on that. I I I want to see how it's gonna play out. To me, this is this is a make or break year for them. So, it, but see, and that's maybe I guess maybe that's what my my fear is. Is it a make or break? Is it going to change anything? Is it? I feel I feel like the jury will be out. Now he might not get fired after this year, but he'll go into the following year like, all right, bro. You you might be on lame duck status <laughs> in a minute. I don't know because it, and it's hard and and I guess maybe it's, if he's this entrenched, I mean, think about what we're saying. We would have to hire. And what I said they need to do is going to be the, an entire staff, the entire staff, including your GM. And I got, how you do that? Then you trust Dan to find the GM to then let to then let the GM find the coach or how does this work? What big name is going to be on the street trying to get their redemption? So, like I said, man, but like I feel like this is a place to wrap. We gonna be gone for a minute, y'all, till Terry's contract finally come. Then we gonna take a break till you know. Tr- Training camp really gets started preseason. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank y'all for tuning in to the Battered and Bruised podcast. We're going to check back in when Terry, when and if Terry finally get his deal. Y'all be it's easy. coming, man. Yeah, yeah, okay. Terry might be, <laughs> Terry might be saying, y'all be easy. <laughs> but I hope he ain't saying deuces. Deuces. <laughs> Thanks for tuning into the Battered and Bruised podcast with Brent and Dre. You can listen or follow on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Battered and Bruised with Brent and Dre.